0: The interview you're about to hear took place last night the twenty first, August twenty-first, after Yachtly crew played at Palo Casino for our first human you know, humans where we could see humans in front of us. Show since COVID. We did do the drive-in theater so this interview is with Scotty Beats he's been helping us out with setting up stuff and uh, he's in a band called Kyle Smith we've got extraordinary people working with us Chris Houston, who's the sound engineer Arturo he's sometimes there sometimes not sometimes we got dusty he's in a band called night demon he's a drummer and Robin Ryder, he's in a band called Mandex, Twin Temple, a bunch of other, va- a bunch of other bands, terrific drummer. So uh, this is Scotty Beats, and you start it, it, you start here just the barrage of synchronicities, and uh, wow, so cool. I met so many great people. All right, without further ado, here we go. Okay,
1: ladies and gentlemen, check this out. All right, so we are um, listening to the... uh, What's the name of this band? It's Kyle Smith. Okay, so the Kyle Smith band. And what's your name, sir?
2: My name is Scotty Beats. Scotty B. Scotty Beats.
1: Scotty Beats, he plays the drums um, for this reggae band, which I think would be really good for the 311 Cruise. So any of you who are out there, um, I'm going to pass this around actually within the 311 um, Cruise people. cool. Yeah, there's a little community in there. They're very, very helpful. Um, are, are you a fan of 311?
2: Yeah, I've been listening to 311 for a long time. Have you ever been on a
1: 311 cruise?
2: No, I've never been to the cruise. I've, uh, I met Nick and Peanut at Cali Roots when we played at Cali Roots with them. Uh, met them briefly. Really nice
1: guy. So you guys were on a tour that they were a part of?
2: Uh, it's Cali Roots, which is like a, a reggae festival up in Monterey that they throw every year. Yeah, Monterey, yeah. yeah it's a big a big reggae festival. Very popular. A lot of people... Go and uh, Three Eleven played there in 2018, and we played a little acoustic set on a small stage.
1: How incredible! The fact that so Scotty, we're he's he's a part of the uh, the whole ensemble, the whole Yachtley Crew family. That's, um, having these shows few and far between. Tonight we played at the Palo Casino, and uh, he's just playing his his band for me and. What do you feel? I was telling him that they have the, the most ultimate sense of ensemble. What do you feel that, um, that you like most about the band? What are some of the aspects?
2: Uh, the, I, I, I mean the connection that we have with each other. We're not really, we're not band members, we're brothers. Um, yeah, I, that and the equal amount of love for the music that everybody has in the band
1: is amazing. Do you feel like it's something you guys are building together?
2: Yeah, definitely I mean I mean For sure Kyle You know, cause Kyle He's the one who writes all the music And he And he does You know He's what you would say Uh The director <laughs> Um But uh
1: so he'll have an idea for a song. Say, yeah, here's kind of an idea.
2: Yeah, and then he'll say where he kind of wants things to go, and then we'll take it from there. And then it always just works out perfectly. It's and just, you guys just build the connection, it. You just grow it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so I would say that we're definitely growing this together because we, when we started with Kyle, that's when he w- actually he won a a songwriting contest to play at Cali Roots in twenty eighteen.
1: That's awesome. He won
2: a Cali Roots. Was this before the band was together, or at what point during it actually, the band's formation did that happen? It That was right as, as the, I would say, the band was formed for about three months, right? Because he already had his EP out before we started playing with him, we meaning Chris Nishida and me, uh, Chris Nishida the
1: bassist. Kurt, I wanted to give you a heads up that I'm using the theme song that you provided to my show a while ago. I love it. Strong body, strong soul. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I have finally broken down, Kurt, and decided to divvy up my show into seasons. Season four, I just ended 10 weeks. Every Wednesday, I released a new episode about meditation about different spiritual practices that I've been exploring for years now and uh, sharing a little bit about what I teach in my chanting meditation that I I can't do workshops right now because we can't all be in person but I've been using Zoom and Facebook to uh, help people out as much as I can but this next season, season 5 is going to turn silly and of course, your song is in the mix I love it it's awesome and so are you <laughs>
2: And so It was really new for us At that point to get into Cali Roots And then he won that contest and he's like guess what you guys are coming with me We're going to play an acoustic set together It's not just going to be me You know what I mean he brought us with him And that
1: was We were the new guys And so while you were there at that festival you were able to meet the 311 yeah, guys Yeah and
2: that's when we were backstage And we did an interview Oh my god! Right before 311
1: What did you, who did you interview for?
2: for Top Shelf, uh, Top Shelf Music with Christy Rose. Um, what is
1: Top Shelf Music?
2: Top Shelf Music is like uh they, they oh, Top Shelf Music Magazine is what they call it. So it's like online, you know, uh, you know, I guess what you call it, uh, blogs, right? And then videos and interviews and like, you know, they do, they cover all kinds of reggae bands and stuff like that. And they'll, they actually did a write up on us recently. So, on Kyle. So are so you guys: the media stuff.
1: Are you guys still like recording during the, the quarantine? Are you guys like sending music to each other?:
2: Kyle definitely sends us a lot of music. <laughs> yes, He's constantly writing, uh, even before the pandemic, uh, he was writing. But now that when the pandemic started, he bought himself a whole <laughs> recording studio for his room. And now
1: he's pretty recording to be his own stuff. Collaborating with someone who is as prolific in that fashion. Yeah. You know, where it just it's just a never ending just stream. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him from
2: from him playing on the acoustic guitar. The idea that he has. To them him sending, Hey, here's the file, check it out. Like listen to what I did. And then Seeing his, you know, I I say masterpiece because I just I watch him and he's just he's such a genius. Was,
1: how long have you guys been together?
2: Totally, uh, about three, about three years. Yeah, we've been with Kyle. Me and Chris been with Kyle for three years, and then Drew joined about a year after us. Was a trumpet player. So it's been for two.
1: What you now? How many guys are in the band?
2: There's four. So there's Kyle Smith, there's uh, there's Drew Shermack. Drew Drew, the trumpet player uh chris nashita the bassist and then me on drums
1: um so in addition to 311 and fishbone you recently played with fishbone
2: yeah we played with fishbone a couple times we've done a couple festivals with fishbone too like at uh, uh one love they were at one love and then they've come and played at discovery we played with them and, uh, so you've again, been
1: in, in each other's uh, uh, paradigms. You've been kind of around each other's. Uh,
2: yeah, I've, you know, for a while. I've, I've hung out with Angela quite a few
1: times. Incredible. Yeah. So, the, so, how many times had you kind of hung out with those guys before you ended up getting this gig with this thing that you were just showing me, Silver
2: Silverback, silver, music, stream. Silverback music? Yeah, stream, that yeah. was for Juneteenth. That's what they did it for. Um,
1: and uh, how, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Well, so so you guys had seen each other and each other, you know, around a oh, while. Long? Yeah. Yeah, so like Before how... the stream?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. How many times have I... Probably about
1: five times. So did, did, did he have something to do with you guys being a part of this, or was this just like it just happened to be that way?
2: No, it was just, honestly, uh, it's just because he's with Silverback, and, you know, uh, JP, who is, you know, the CEO of Silverback, who is friends with Kyle... So that's the connection there with Silverback, is Kyle and JP. But since Angelo's with Silverback, and we've been around Silverback a lot, we've been around Angelo a lot.
1: Incredible. Incredible.
2: Gosh, that is nuts,
1: man. It's so funny how this whole conversation came about, because I was just talking about the 311 Cruise and how the, your band will be a perfect band on the 311 Cruise. I and that. I said that that's where I met... Angela Moore and Fishbone and then that's when you brought out the story saying oh my god well I just did this thing recently with Fish and I'm like dude this is nuts man these are the kinds of stories that seem to follow you know yachtly crew around and the people that that were you know in these paradigms
2: yeah I found it interesting that you guys did that 311 cruise you know I found that interesting because because I mean 311 is part of that family really part of that whole Cali
1: Roots family now man well And it's nuts, too, because Tommy, the whole reason why he picked up a guitar was because he went to see 311 play at a concert when he was a young, a little kid. Yeah, that's what like, he was telling me. And he's yeah. like, that inspired him to pick up the guitar. And then he ends up playing basketball with Nick Hexham. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, my cousin Scott used to work for Capricorn Records long ago, back in the day. Okay. And he did all the Midwest promotions for the very first 311, um... Well, when they when they signed the Capricorn, oh wow! So it's like when I was young, I I, I would get these free promos for Three Eleven, you know these CDs, wow! And that's how I was introduced to these it's guys. All the big, the big dude, Cervo. and then it just it and it and it all just all envelops one another, yeah. you know. And so when you when you see how those those, I mean, there could have been any events between there and here that could have happened. Yeah. Where any of this could not have happened. Yeah. And yet, it did. And yet, yeah. here we are all a part of it. Yeah. So, you know, that stuff just astounds me when I
2: really and look it, at and that. it's all because of the music. The music has
1: all brought us here. Man. All It's all because of that. Watching that thing with Angelo Moore made me start thinking, like, I it would be great if he had his own show. I think it'd be great if he had, like, a music show where he's doing that kind it of thing. It would be interesting. Yeah. It would be
2: interesting. You know, um, you should check out that. I'll send you the link to that... Uh, to that um,
1: live stream. So was he? Do, was he, he like does the the, DJ? Whole thing the whole time? Was yeah. he like he's, in yeah, between? He's each... the host. Oh, that's fantastic. So
2: he does it. He does a whole piece too. And like I said, it was on Juneteenth. About Juneteenth. June. Yeah, Juneteenth is when you and know June all that board. stuff happened then. So it was back then. So he goes on about. He has some really good points about all the racism and all that kind of stuff. We don't want to go into that right now, but he has some really good points about all that kind of stuff. And uh, that that stream is very interesting. So yes, I agree with you. It would be a very good host. Oh my
1: gosh! I show. just realized yet another connection. So my cousin Scott, who worked for Cap, Scott. Holy shit! My name. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! This is nuts! Wow! 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 Yet another connection. Okay, so this is crazy. So Scott, who did the Midwest promotions for 311, and mm-hmm. I get free free. Uh, dude, same thing was with Fishbone. They were giving me, you know, I heard everyday sunshine so early. I mean, huh. I had the cassette tape of that. I remember it. I just wore that out. I loved it, man. And uh, and then my, my cousins would put Fishbone on there. And little did I realize that one day, oh, this was the crazy thing. I used to substitute teach, okay, junior junior high. And one day in class, I was just asking the students, like, what their what their favorite, like, talents are and stuff. And this one girl, she's like, I, I'm like, does anyone play instruments? Okay, you, what, what, what do you like to play, you know? And, um... She, she's like, Oh, I play, uh, you know, clarinet. I play the theremin. I go, What theremin? How do you even know what a theremin is? She goes, Oh, well, it's a it's my my dad plays it. He taught me how to play it. I go, What the heck, your dad? How do you even know what a theremin is at your age? You know, yeah. you're like 11 years old or something. She's like, Well, he's in a band. Um, have you ever heard of Fishbone? I go, Yeah. She goes, My dad is Angelo Moore. I go, Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. Because <laughs> before I moved out here, I, I saw Fishbone play at this Milwaukee fest and I saw Angelo Moore like on his back singing everyday sunshine and he was he was floating on his back across the sea it was crazy man and his big head was up on a screen and he he went around this crowd and they just passed him around all the way back to like a letter U and right back up onto the stage everyday sunshine and he's just like they're scooting him along it was crazy dude so then so then here I am with his daughter in class, I go, "Oh my gosh!" She goes, "Well, he's gonna be calling around lunchtime because he's got to print up some flyers for my birthday." At, at you know, do
2: I you want to talk to him? I, I go, I've "Are you met kidding her, me?" Actually,
1: uh, what's her name? It, I, it's like something like Starla or something or like. Um, I think I've met her before. I think she was around. But it was crazy because I ended up going to her birthday party, and there was Angelo Moore. So I had met Angelo Moore long ago. I first saw him long ago. I told her, "I go, I saw your dad." body surfing on a whole crowd of people in an amphitheater i go this is crazy and then when he called the classroom i told him i end up seeing him at the birthday and then flash forward bam then i see him on a 311 cruise and i remind him of it he's like oh yeah i remember you oh my god it was nuts dude this is nuts now scott here you are scott yeah you know and then bam fishbone 311 all these connections these are things that just, just excite me man These are the kind of things I pay attention to And the more that I pay attention to them The more they happen Lots more of them happen Oh it's crazy yeah. So many of these conversations Do you have a lot of these kinds of conversations with people? Oh yeah The synchronicities of life? Definitely
2: because it happens to me constantly the, I mean there's My life is That's that's my life and a nutshell oh synchronicity It's crazy and it's you know what And it's not
1: I, I It's What do you like most about them? About, about what? The synchronicities What are some of your I, favorites?
2: What's some of my favorites? Yeah I don't know I just It's It's a flow thing For me I It's just I just go with the flow And that's what I like about it It being free And just letting it happen Dang. And then But but then that's, that's the cool thing Is it's just when you just let it go And you just let it happen And then it And it happens In a great way
1: it does It does You know what I mean And
2: it's I've, Wow man My brother told me A long time ago My brother's very spiritual And stuff like that And he's into a lot of The kind of stuff like that He told me A while ago He said Hey you know what You are You need to live your life Freely You need to just Go with the flow That's how you're Gonna be On your Happy path Wowzers, Wowzers. <laughs> He told me that and, ever, and when he told me that I, I really was like You know what You're totally right It made sense It clicked and,
1: and that whole synchronicity thing made sense to me finally Dude It's a, a, incredible These are some of my f- most favorite things to ever Investigate and discover and find the Venn diagrams <laughs> of And then when they occur I call attention to them And then follow the, the domino trail hmm. And see where the, where they connect with each other yeah. it's, it's so exciting to me Because then when I document it like that in my own mind knife I've wrapped that example up in my brain into almost kind of like a reservoir it's almost like a bank okay of, of just like this credit of synchronicities yeah so I know that I have that as proof of all those times those happen and it's like that's a large amount so then it's like dude now I just tune into my intuition and I see things just go and I just see them and I see where the little signs are and how it all connects and it's so crazy because the more I talk about them the more they happen it's 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 amazing, man. There have been times where I've come across the people who have come to the Yacht crew shows, and uh, I was we were at a, uh, a this uh, it was like a yacht club, okay, yeah. and it was like out in let's say Marina Del Rey, and there's a couple s- sitting at the bar, and they're talking about the synchronicity of how they met each other, and I'm like, this is amazing, and she goes, oh yeah, I got I got a synchronicity. The bartender says this, and I'm like, what? And she tells me this. And she goes, I just wrote a book, actually, which is all about my synchronicities. I go, oh, my God, of course. Wow. She goes, here, take a picture of me in front of the drum set. Well, in front of the drum set is the, the is the neon flamingo. On her book huh. is a flamingo. So oh, she's wow. like, take a picture of me in front of the drum set. It's her holding up her book. So she ended up sending me a copy of this with the flamingo on it, and it's all about these synchronicities. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was just astounding, man. And I always remember that. So it's, like, crazy because it strengthens my my like my testing yeah you know
2: I, th- I think for me it's like when those synchronicities happen I feel like I'm on the right path you know what I mean yeah I feel like like I'm in the right place like how we're having all these things happen right, right now you know what I mean when we were talking about all the connections
0: whoa dude like
2: I know that I'm supposed to be working with you guys yeah for a reason
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. You know,
2: especially with all these connections. And I, and I knew I felt that when I first started working with you guys because you guys are a great group of guys and you're fun to work with. Um, but it's just I just know that I'm supposed to be here, you know. And that's I think that's
1: the coolest part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Is that when you get that confirmation. You're like yes,
1: dude. Yeah, this is oh, yeah. something
2: special, and this is where oh, it's yeah, supposed dude. to
1: be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You so know? many things match up in just such an extraordinary way. Yeah, you know, it's like a miracle the fact that we were all brought together.
2: Yeah, they're like little miracles. They really they're are. Like little little miracles that work out well.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God! All the vibes surrounding this van, uh, this uh, this uh, band, from from the core all the way out, and it's like. So many good vibes with the yeah. people who are part of it, and the fact that it, and it goes and it goes and out so in the audience. And so many like
2: really good musicians. You know what I mean, like Robin. You know,
1: dude. Yeah, th- that's what's so and, interesting. And, and then and Dusty. Dusty? Will, yeah. Oh yeah, Dusty. Killer help. drummers. Both of them. Oh, drummers. dude. We were so fortunate to have them there to like really know how to tune the drums, get all that stuff. Because yeah.
2: killer dude. musicians.
1: Oh my God. Everybody who is
2: involved, they're all just everybody's just killer musicians. It's cool. And the, not only that, but the love—the love, the love for the music. Because really you would... can be a killer musician, but just do it because you want to conquer it. Yeah, right. Not because right. you really have the love for the music. I've seen it so many times.
1: You know, what I realize is that when the uh, when the when the uh, focus is on competition, then you're dealing mm-hmm. with an ego, and you're dealing with this uphill battle like, oh, we got to beat them out. But when you're so much more uh, excited about. The curiosity of unfolding your own reality and going, ooh, what else we got? Ooh, yeah, what else? And just cracking each other up. Oh, that's just the best thing ever. Yeah. Because there's no effort needed. It's just like, yeah. oh, how do we build it? Let's just keep building. Oh, here's a Lego. Oh, there's a Lego, and you just it's keep nat- building it. Naturally. Oh man.
2: Naturally build it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's incredible because each of these guys, there'll there'll be something that they'll say that I I just had, you know, either I said something earlier on the podcast about, and all of a sudden I've come across them, and they'll go, and they'll say that same thing, and they'll they'll make a reference to that exact same movie that I was just telling someone on the phone about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, of course, and it's just like there's another you know affirmation. Yeah. I'm thinking, with all of the connections, with all the people just within this band, imagine if we were to charter a ship. And we've kind of talked, played with this idea before. But like, and you know, we've wanted to call it the Yachtly Cruise, where it's like we charter Yachty a cruise. ship, we take people out for maybe a six-hour tour, and we play every other hour or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just jamming on, just on like, my mind right now. What are your guys' own cruise. Well, and this is what I was thinking too. I
2: mean, how perfect is that?
1: Well, and I'm thinking, imagine doing one of these, but we also do it with the bands that are involved. So we have your band as well. So it's like a we have that sort of like almost like a mini Three Eleven Cruise vibe. Yeah. Um, and then and then I mean, Robin and is in a band. Yeah. Which is like just such a crazy concept. What is it? Uh, Mandex, right?
2: Oh yeah, they're uh, they '80s, their little hair band. Yeah. They do the hair co- the hair band. That'd covers. be funny. But he's, yeah.
1: But and then Robin's also another band, which just kind of like aliens. They're kind of like this this alien vibe.
2: Yeah, I uh I I think is that the one that he's uh that like he
1: was they did on a tour, promo video. Did
2: he just went on tour with? And oh, then they
1: go to uh, Germany or something? Oh, oh, that's uh that's That's a different uh, one. Oh yeah, okay. that's another one. Oh yeah, that's like sat- Satanic Doo-Wop. Really. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: that's
1: a true. So who's one of your favorite drummers that that you had growing up that inspired you to start drumming?
2: Uh
1: Dave Grohl. And then also, did you mention earlier tonight that you know Dave Grohl? You met him. Yeah. That's See, that's what I'm saying.
2: That's what I'm saying about the. You know the being being there for a reason. Like I'm, I'm yeah. where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. Yeah. Because like it, like I said. Oh yeah. It wasn't just like I was where Dave Grohl was. Like my cousin and their kids go to the same school, and she has become friends with the whole family. You Incredible. know, and then I was there Astounding. with the family, which I was blessed Astounding. to be there and part of that. You know what I mean? I was very blessed that my cousin was able to get me there. I mean, so it was like, and so at that point, and I got Kyle Smith CDs in my hand and I leave it in his trailer, you know what I mean? And like, stuff like that. Like, that's when I know, and I'm backstage watching him, and I know wow. I'm supposed to be there. Wow. This is where I'm supposed to be.
0: Wow, I'm yeah.
2: This is the this is the taste that I was supposed to get to get the fuel lit. You know, to get to get it lit.
1: To get well, the fire lit. Well, and the fact that one of those one of those pieces of, you know, that helps with that fire that's lighting it is the fact that this was this dude is a major inspiration to you that got you into drumming in the first place. You know, so it's like you have these remnants of like like 311 you know, for instance, Dave Grohl. You know these these people that yeah, you look up to was that you appreciate.
2: A, definitely a big. You know, and boss. and it,
1: you know, all of a sudden it's like, what? You know, this explosion of like, holy cow! Now you're working yeah. with these people and you're in their circles and stuff. Oh yeah,
2: like I said, it, it, I definitely had a hard time not
1: fanboying when I met Nick and Peanut. Well, who else? Okay, let's think of from, someone else right now that you would like to work with that your future self is already inevitably working with right now. Okay? So who who's another person that you either another drummer you look up to or a musician you like to jam with or be in a band with? Let's just let's just think crazy enough. Huh? I mean, cuz it's already happened. We got great examples.
2: You know, I would just I just want whatever's going to happen to happen, really. Like I Well, who
1: for instance, who are some of your other inspirations?
2: Well, other inspirations, I mean, definitely if I play, got to jam with Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, like like if like, you know, like, you know, some of the songs that Taylor doesn't play drums on and he comes and sings. Like if I could get behind the kit and play that song with them and Taylor Taylor singing, you know what I mean? Like and I'm playing drums with the Foo Fighters, I would definitely that would probably be that would probably be
1: it, honestly. You know, what, and it seems like he's got that kind of attitude where he where he allows for that kind of collaboration to happen. Because he he just see I've seen the different kinds of collaborations he's had he's had throughout the years, like the crazy tenacious D stuff, and yeah, like he just plays like sh- drums for them. Like it's like nuts, dude. You see like the crazy realms he gets. But into I don't know if you've story. seen the
2: videos of the where he pulls people up on stage. People will bring signs and say, "Let me play Monkey Bench," for example. Oh my
1: god! Uh, what
2: uh, this guy? Swear to God, this guy brought a sign that says a big huge sign he was holding up and it said let me play monkey wrench <laughs> no way and he's like you want to play monkey wrench what do you play And he says guitar he says get up here and they gave him a guitar
1: oh my god how awesome is you should that check
2: it out you should look it up on youtube and then the guy killed it he shredded he was really good he just like started jamming and then he's playing with the foo fighters on stage just killing the song man and then even Dave Grohl was like, what the hell? Where did this guy come from, pretty much, you know? And then he had a kid come up and play drums.
0: How cool is that? a lot of that? people
2: come
1: up and play. So it's, you know, knowing that kind of track record, it's very good that, uh, I mean, look how this stuff is unfolding already. Yeah. Gosh, man. I've been astonished by seeing the various people that have come to the Atlee crew shows that, that I've, like, you know, I've seen on TV, and I'm like, what? Here's this person, Mario Lopez, what is he doing there? Craig Robinson, what? There's that guy. You
2: saw Craig Robinson, huh? Yeah, and he
1: Mario came in the bike r- 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 room. And Mario face. Lopez, I was
2: huge. I was a uh, huge Saved by the Bell. Fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah.
1: He got, he he talks to Chaz all the time. He'll text him, "What's up, dude?" Oh, That's Oh my cool. god, it's crazy, dude. That's cool. And Redfoo from uh, from LMFAO, he had us at his at his uh, girlfriend's uh, birthday party. It's so crazy. The, these various folks that are like. Uh, It's interesting when you see when you experiment with your own authenticity, and you go, "Hey, yeah, you know what? Let's gamble on this one. Let's try this one now. Okay. You know, just doing this." And man, it's just so cool. You just and you just go yeah. really deep into there. Yeah. So do you, do you have songs that you've uh, created? Like my own songs?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've I've gone. You know, I work with I work with a studio named Lion City, uh, and. uh... I've gone in there and done a lot of a lot of stuff for myself and a lot of drum tracks for them too work with for who, who
1: are
0: these people
2: uh Phil Leverto Landros Philly who's the producer and engineer over at Lion City mm. yeah, he's a good friend of mine so we've done a lot of collaboration you know like whenever he needs a drum track he calls me wow and whenever I need anything else I
1: call him too you know whenever I need to record something for myself collaboration is the key it's great all these examples you give are from a collaboration uh, a root of collaboration
2: yeah
1: an ensemble yeah definitely it's great because do uh, you know do you know that phrase yes and yes and yeah it's a phrase used in improv so okay you're always affirming the reality of what this person says and, and you just simply build upon it hmm. and so you know, usually the default mode, a lot of people just say no. Or they go, no, no, for whatever reason. They'll just say no. They might not even necessarily mean no, but it's just kind of a, they just go to it. Oh, they'll go, no, it's this instead. The yes and principle is the idea that you you just grow upon what's given in front of you. Okay. So you're, you're, you're adding upon it. So that's collaboration, you know? So it's cool huh. because it sounds to me like these these various projects you've been a part of You've usually added the extra seasoning to it, you know. You've you've helped ch- 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 add other pieces to it. Yeah. And um, have you are, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons or done like world building or uh, dr- you know drawing pictures or anything like that?
2: No, you know what? I never actually really got into that kind of stuff.
1: Honestly. Are you a ri- are you a writer at all? No,
2: no. I was into sports. I never really got into like writing or drawing or. Anything like that honestly I was always
1: I don't know I'm more of a physical what do you suppose of... that that spirit of, uh, of of being a part of the you know being a part of the project or being a part of you know to create this thing go going you know where do you suppose that that um, that that desire to want to help create come from?
2: You mean specifically for Kyle or just period? Just well, like for period. you,
1: like growing oh. up, did you have people who encouraged you to just kind of go in the whatever direction, you know, to experiment and test things out? And...
2: Yeah, my my father, for sure. I mean, I, 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 had, I had good parents. <laughs> I had good parents. They let me do what I wanted to do. If I, had, if I had interest in something, there was no, no. You know, there was like, okay, we'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. You know, they were always open to it. They were very open for oh, me to cool. do different things. It so really I think that helps, kind of I think that rooted it.
1: Yeah, it really helps expand a, a brain when you're able to t- just see what happens. You know, yeah. if the kid is like, I want to stop in the puddle. Okay, go ahead. See what see what happens, Johnny. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Okay, now you know what it's like. Now you know. Yeah. Instead of leaving this like what if in the kid's brain, you know, it's like okay, go ahead, test it out.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. That's that's how it was. And that, yeah, that's for sure where it rooted from. Definitely. And then I think from there. Were
1: you ever part of like a high school band or anything?
2: I did do band for a little bit, but I was always part of teams. Like I said, sports, oh, sports. Teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What, what kind of sports did you play? Basketball, football,
2: and volleyball. And baseball. A little bit of baseball, but not a lot. Mostly, I loved basketball. <laughs> I just loved basketball. I loved, I wasn't a very physical kid, so I loved the fact that it wasn't too physical. Just a little bit physical, not too physical. Football was more physical, so I didn't like it as much. But I just loved the team, and I loved the the, the strategic part of it. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that obviously is where the music building came from.
1: You know, the song building, you know? Yeah, because you have to be aware of where everybody is at all times, don't you? Yeah. On the court, you gotta, you know, use your peripheral as well as vision stage, and see where too. people are. And,
2: I guess. Yeah, so it was kind it of a mental uh,
1: uh, rehearsal, so to speak. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a, a, a training.
2: Yeah, it definitely. For this. It, yeah, definitely. It trained, trained me to be able to be part of a musical team. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Where to fill in the blanks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because okay, that guy's over there. He might. What if he passes over here? Okay, I gotta get over gotta there. Gotta know where
2: your part scared. is, you know? Because, yeah. Because a, a lot with basketball is a lot of zone defense, you know, where you're you're sticking in your spot. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. you gotta know where you are and where your spot is and what your job is. Yeah.
1: Wow. I played soccer for a time, and I like being the the defender. Of the goalie. Like, oh yeah. I always like defending the goalie. Like, ah, you're huh. not getting, you're not getting to the goalie. It was the coolest thing. It was just something about it. It was really cool. What was it? What, uh, what favorite? Like, was there a specific? I, I don't know. Basketball. Uh, are there certain names for where you're hanging out on the? You
2: mean, like the position on the field. And stuff like that? <laughs> so so or, all, yeah, it yeah. all
1: had to do with what position you were in. Yeah. So okay. So was there were there specific positions that you had?
2: Yeah, I was. I was kind of a I was kind of a tall kid, so I was more of a power forward. But well, what does that mean? There's the uh there's different so there's so there's five different spots on a team in when starters in basketball. Obviously there's a lot more teammates than that, but there's five starters.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's five positions. Because on a basketball court, you know, there's that oval line. Have you watched basketball before? Yeah. There's yeah. that oval line where the three point line is and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So if you're looking at it this way, there's spots that you would be in if you're in a zone defense, like the center's protecting the bat, the basket. You know what I mean? The power forwards are are like so. It's kind to, of a goalie. Yeah, I he's mean, a hanging bit. out kind
1: of by the basket. Yeah, like,
2: he'll, he because he's gonna. He's yeah, basically. Gotcha. He's, he's guarding. He's trying to get blocks or. Trying to get rebounds,
0: ah. stuff
2: like that, and then the power forward will be because you have a power forward and then you have a small forward, and then you have a point guard, which is the one who runs the ball. Okay. He's the one who calls the calls. He's the captain. The point guard's the captain. The point guard is the lead singer. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who makes all the calls. So he's in the he's he's. So if you're looking at it in a circle like this, I know they can't see it on the podcast, right, but right. they can kind of get an idea of what I'm doing. There's this, there's the there's the perimeter, which right, is what they right. call, it, which is the line where the three point line is. So basically, if you're looking at it in the perimeter, you got the center by the bu- by by the basket, and then you mm-hmm. have the power forwards kind of hanging out. Uh, the forward and the small forward. You have the forwards kind of hanging out towards the outside, a little bit in between now, the perimeter. The,
1: now, would the forwards? be similar to like defense for for soccer uh
2: forward see i'm i don't I'm imagining know much. that
0: the guy underneath the basket is kind of like a goalie
2: unfortunately i don't know much about soccer to be okay able to okay make gotcha. the, to make the connection okay all right or to be able to you know
1: all right so you got a couple of guys on the side so you got the one guy right kind of yeah, hanging so out by the guy, basket. and
2: then you got the power forwards right yeah, here yeah. and then you got the guards up here
1: ah okay you got the power right.
2: because on defense, um, obviously the point guard isn't—he's the one who's guarding the guy who's running the ball, which is the guy making the calls, the the quote-unquote lead singer.
1: You know what I mean? Those guys are the those guys are the, the main ones calling everything. The power the the point guards are okay because they're going back and forth between. They're the
2: ones running the ball down.
1: Now these guys the gotta stay here, is what you're saying?
2: Well, I'm just talking about on defense.
1: you are doing a zone defense. Right, right. So they gotta stay around the basket. They can't go anywhere else.
2: There's different kinds of defenses, but yeah.
1: Okay, so you got this guy. You got these guys. You got this guy. Yeah. The the center. center,
2: Power forwards. Right. And then the guards. So here's the line, right? Center hangs out right here by the goal or Mm -hmm. by by the Mm -hmm. basket, and the power and the forwards are watching the forwards, which are usually, uh, you know, somewhere around here. They're either gonna they're either gonna try to post up or they're going to try to, you know, so, there's a lot of power there's a lot of forwards that can shoot the ball, so they're going to come out and shoot the ball and that's when they're just watching these zones. So you're watching this zone as a center, you're watching this oh, yeah. this is your zone. Power forward, this is your zone. Small forward, this is your zone. You know, you got your shooting guard, this is your zone, and then you got the pa- the point guard, which is basically point guard's just going to watch the ball. If because the point guard's just going to run another point guard is going to run the ball down so that those are your roles
1: okay (laughs) so that's
2: why I I did that comparison
1: incredible so I could definitely see how that would that would train you for uh, ensemble work yeah have you ever done any acting
2: I did plays when I was a kid
1: Really, what plays?
2: I mean, it was just children's plays. They were like, um, I, they were like during the summertime. They would do like these little plays over in Ventura and Peter Pan. Uh, yeah, we did Peter Pan. Really? Yeah. Were you in it? Yeah.
1: Who Who did you play? A oh, lost boy.
2: God. What did I play in Peter Pan? I can't even remember. Wow. I yeah. wanted. I I tried for Hook so bad. I think I was. I wasn't one of the Lost Boys, I was like a, I was like a, I was like a, one of the Indians or something like that, I think, I think I was an Indian, um, but, uh, I played Prince Charming in, uh, Sleeping Beauty, oh, cool, that was, that was cool, and I, I mean, I had the most, I had the biggest role of anybody, I had the most lines,
1: what did you remember to do, uh, how did like, you I prepare, I think I was like 10 years old, how did you prepare for so many lines, what did you do?
2: I just I just honestly had a really, really good memory when I was a kid, better than I have now, <laughs> but um, it didn't take me long to memorize scripts when I was a kid. Did I would you just have to keep read repeating it. I would just course? read, and then my mom would help me because she would play the opposite roles
1: hmm.
2: and I would that's how that's so like it was more effective for me to act it out with my mom then for me just to kind of read it and try to do it on my own so since my mom helped me it was a lot easier for me and I got it a lot quicker so that script was
1: nothing for me so that's cool that's great that you had that encouragement growing up yeah it's so interesting so many times I've thought to myself gosh if you only just simply encourage the kid to go in the direction that they absolutely love they will inevitably be successful in that area of expertise because they're just going to keep growing this possibility like oh yes 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 it's so interesting yeah and so many so many kids are just shoehorned into you know being lawyers or something the one of
2: the biggest things that's helped me as is that I've told myself that there is no fail because in my mind it's not a fail when you're learning and that's what failing Quote unquote failing is is learning. So as long as you're taking that moment of failure, quote unquote, and you're turning it into a positive, there is no fail. You cannot fail.
1: Yeah, you know what's so interesting? Because it's like, especially when it's approached as an experiment or yeah. a what if or let's try this, um, I, I kind of imagine like it's an analogy of like a... Perspective uh, huge
2: yeah. thing. Perspective is such a huge thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's just testing. It's just testing stuff out. Yeah, because
2: when, when you're talking about that too, as just as looking at it as an experiment, and then you're not being as disappointed
1: by your outcomes you know what I'm saying yeah you're not trying to force some expectation or something
2: yeah
1: it's unfolding it's so interesting because like when you just go hey here's imagination and let's unpack it just for kicks just to entertain ourselves just to play with this silly delusion you know and go okay why not you know everyone else is living in their own other delusion why, why can't I just invent my own delusion you know <laughs> and just yeah, test long, it out you know? yeah
2: but the thing is is that like as long as you know that that's what that is yeah and you're staying grounded through all of
1: it well and it's playing a game you know what I mean it's, it's like, like that's you're, yeah it's like playing a, it's like no different than playing a video game you're going okay yeah we're because gonna... then
2: you're going back into reality afterwards you know yeah. what I mean you turn the you, you turn the power button off you know what, yeah. what I mean and you're done with your game and then alright back to life you know what I mean kind of the same thing well, kind of the same, a little bit of the same concept.
1: Oh yeah, because the the idea is that like if you want to manifest things, you're you're not going, oh please oh. please please will you show up please? Manifestation. It's, it's like, like you're just allowing it to happen. Don't get me started
2: on that. That's a whole another ball game. That's a whole other thing that I can get into. Manifestation. Oh
1: yeah, let's talk about this, please. Oh. I don't to talk about manifestation is is like
2: is one of the coolest things. Yes, good on this
1: planet. This is my, you, one of my favorite things If you to... if
2: you know how to really just work with it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not force.
1: Yeah. No. The no. The second no. the second
2: you try to force
1: it's a collaboration. It'll wither. It's it's a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. As soon as right. you try
2: to force it, it's just going to wither.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's 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 such a it's such a tricky thing too. It's tricky and it's like But it's not tricky. (laughs) It's just. Right. I don't know how else to explain it. It's. Believing in yourself. Yeah. Is the biggest step to manifestation.
1: You know what? You know what? I just realized. The manifestation is the gift that's given to the person who doesn't overthink. The thing that they want—that's the gift they get. <laughs> you know, it's like here you go that because is the you didn't try to force perfect it. Perfect
2: explanation, right there. Like
1: it just beamed to me. I'm like, that is—that's
2: that's the explanation. That—that that is, that is, that is, is. How funny is, is, that that is that it? How beautiful is it? Because
1: it's... it's like it just it's... feels so good. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, let's just test it. Mm-hmm. You know? And you go, all right, all right, go ahead. You get, you go, go ahead, and take care of but that. You, you know? But like I
2: said, <laughs> but, but 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 believing in yourself is a big part. You know what I mean? Having having confidence in yourself, believing in yourself. Believing in the fact that you know that you want to be the best person you can be. Yeah. Is seriously the biggest step to being able to manifest. Once you love yourself, watch yourself start to manifest. Once (laughs) you believe and love yourself and you and you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like
2: when you know that you're in the right place. Yeah. And then you have all these things happen. You know what I mean? It's just that it's just that's love yourself, you know what I mean. Believe in yourself, and you'll be able to manifest. Guarantee Gosh. it. I guarantee it.
1: It's so incredible because it has to be a surrender of ego. It has to be a surrender of holding on to an identity or something, or or, or grasping onto it's gotta be this oh please cause it's interesting cause no, like the more that I it never has to right right. cause Chris, the interesting thing is you don't like... even have
2: to put anything after that it just, right. it never has
1: to it's Chris calling me oh dude let's talk to him ok hey Chris buddy. yeah what are you doing Chris we're we're we we i am interviewing him for my podcast and so now you're on my podcast whoa oh you're interviewing Scotty on your podcast yes and we're talking about synchronicities and manifestations of reality. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: cool.
1: I'll just call to check out and make sure it's off. Right. Hey. Oh, yeah, dude. We're deep diving. Deep diving. <laughs> all right, cool. All yeah, right. I'm well, good. I...
2: I appreciate that, Chris. All right, man. Ace, who's dead? All right, cool. All right, later.
1: Thank you for that sound. <laughs> wow, wow. He dials it in. <laughs> These are the things that I absolutely love to talk about, synchronicities, synchronicities, manifestation of reality. Yeah. And it's like, it's so crazy because that's part of that thing where you get so used to like, okay, what, what what really got me to this idea was, it first started with the ego of like, hey, how come whenever I have these ideas, all of a sudden I see the you know a movie showing up with that idea or a song with that idea. And I, I would, my ego would be like, damn it, that's not fair. And then and then I realized, whoa, that's actually a sign that I could have collaborated in that existence. So then I came up with this idea of thought clouds. Like it's like this thought cloud that goes, do I use See? this idea? And you're like, yeah, I do, that's, but once you use it.
2: But that's, that's, that's like taking, that's like, that was like taking a negative, but I mean, it was to you, at your personal moment. Yeah, For yeah. you, that was
1: negative. Yeah. And oh he yeah. It into a positive. Yeah, and it was so crazy because I had to die to that ego. That's manifestation in itself. Oh my gosh, and it felt so good once Do you know I, what I mean? realized it is.
2: It's a little bit of manifestation in itself.
1: Gosh, it was.
2: Because, you... <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, it's such a deep thing. It's so. Oh nice. yeah. You can, you can talk and you can go into different angles about manifestation for oh days yeah. and days and oh nights yeah. and nights upon days and nights. You know what I mean? Because it's just. Like I said, but yet it's so simple.
1: Oh <laughs> like, yeah, and what's so beautiful
2: is—that's as... what, what it makes it so. I don't know. I I I think that's what makes it so special.
1: And I love hearing other people's perspectives as to how those connections and the key unlocks the door, and and how the bridge is. I love hearing others' philosophies because what's so beautiful. Is that the Venn diagrams? Venn diagram with my own philosophies, my own theories, and stuff. Because it's like th- these are just the, the different ways that the universe is communicating with with showing one another how it's viewing itself through that other other that's true. version's eyes, <laughs> and going, ah, here's how my relationship with it is. Oh, wow, sounds like a lot like my relationship, and I define it like this. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, I know that word. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. just it's just so fun to find the commonalities. Definitely man, it's so fun. Because then what happened was once I got, once I got like, I was like, you know what? If, if I'm, if I'm evidently creating those things out there, why don't I just follow my intuition and create the thing and get the, and just get the credit myself? You know, And it's like, then I just started creating things and I started seeing that it wasn't some sort of uphill battle. Like, Oh, how can I create this thing? But it was just more of like, Yeah, I'm gonna create it, and it's—it was just—and just trusting in that process, trusting in that evolution of however it was. That's that's, that—that's—that's
2: a God trusting in process and evolution. But you know what? That's something that I struggled with with my music for so long. Just being completely honest, and then talking about ego because that was my—it was—it was my ego. It was me going, "Where's my recognition?"
1: Ah, uh right, right, right. Trying to
2: force it. Trying to force my time. (laughs) You know what I mean by forcing my time? Right, right, right. It wasn't my time, and I was trying to force it for so long. Just trying to force it for so long, and then when I finally gave that up, that's when Kyle Smith called me and said, "Be my drummer."
1: Wow, wow, man! That lightning strikes when, when. Oh my god! It's so funny because it's like. When 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 there's that relationship with the universe and we treat it like it's a friend, like it's like like okay, first of all, one trait that like I don't think anyone likes is the stink of desperation. Oh, please like me. Right? No one likes it. Yeah. So then I realized, yeah. well, no wonder that the universe is not gonna give the person who's like, oh please, please. Yeah. It's like, okay, no, no, no. I that's that's not the relationship we're having here. You know, this is this is a, a, you know, we're yeah. working together here. You know, it's not like, give me, give me, give me. No, it, it, come on, we're working together here. And also,
2: I think that also goes back to the self love thing. I yeah, think that right. Those right. kind of people have a problem with self love. Yeah. I don't want to say they don't self love them. They don't love themselves because that would be judgmental of me and I wouldn't, you know what I mean? That's not right. my place. But I, I could see them having a problem with that.
1: Yeah. And the worry, the kind worry of maybe, that maybe things grasping work out. the idea. Right. You know I mean? Yes. That there's always some terrible thing waiting around the corner. They're worrying about yeah. the worst outcome. Yeah. You know, and that oh, oh it's I probably not like, going to work I feel for like me. That's a
2: big problem in the world. Yeah. Everybody, everybody is just waiting for the worst.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting and it's so funny because for some weird reason we're taught, I don't know why, that. Chances are, or the probability is, it's not going to happen. Why is it? Why is that the probability? It's because probable that it just might happen. You know, guess what? You just
2: manifested that it's not going to happen. Right, right. See, (laughs) isn't that crazy? It's like that's not. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's that's that that was one thing with my music too. That I that of why I kept going was because that I there was no other. There is no other outcome. There isn't. There is no other outcome other than me being exactly where I want to be when it happens. Because that's when it'll be my time. You know it's, Wow. It, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I just, it, a lot of really special things started happening when I really gave that up. When I start, stopped going, well, what about me? Dude.
1: It's It's great when you're in that that curiosity stream of going, oh, you know what, I'm I'm paying obedience to the inspiration and the excitement that I have right now. And if I'm constantly in that state, well then, I'm constantly drawing from inspiration <laughs> and then consequently putting that inspiration into my life, in my words, in my actions. In every, my everyday life. Isn't that beautiful? It's like it just keeps whoop, whoop getting more of that beautifulness, because then it's and, like Johnny then, Appleseed. And then
2: you make that the routine, because because yeah. as humans, yeah. we we routine. <laughs> you know what I mean? We make things routines. Yeah. So that's 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 one good thing is the, is when you practice that and you make that part of your routine, then that just that just brings so much more positivity to your life.
1: You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And then when you're in that vibe, what's beautiful is you can recognize it in others, just like this is. You know exactly. that that they're tuned into that same frequency. Yeah. They're into that same radio station. Yeah. I mean,
2: they. I mean, the the same great minds think alike. Didn't come from nowhere. It right. Didn't, it didn't come from just nowhere.
1: And isn't it interesting that the, that the same, the same um, inspiration between these minds, as as vastly different as they seem, the same inspiration is to make a connection with, you know all that is, or imagination, or just trying to be more creative, or, yeah. you know, have a relationship with the universe in some fashion, yeah. whether it's a philosopher, whether it's a scientist, whether it's a musician, yeah. you know, Jimi Hendrix, he's totally, like, nobody can explain what he's doing, because he's just tuning into the universe, <laughs> that's what he's doing, he doesn't doing. even, yeah, he doesn't even know what he's <laughs> yeah. doing, It's just, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, totally, you know, you're just like, wow, yeah. Nikolai Tesla, huh, you know, and it's just like, there's that commonality of like tuning into this and so then it's great because then when you read books you know or their notes or stuff about them and you go oh my gosh i relate to that guy you're like yeah. oh my god that's crazy you know or you see them quoting something that you had a discussion with one of your friends with you know years ago or just yesterday or something and you're like no way einstein just said that are you kidding me we just had relating. a conversation about relating that
2: relating is a big thing oh, man. i wish i really wish that that, that everybody in this world could just try to relate with everybody a lot more I wish it could, but the, it will come. I know it will.
1: Oh yeah, and all we merely have to do is do it within the relationships that we have within That's the it. people that we know. All you got to
2: do is and just that, do, do your part by just doing what we're doing right now.
1: And that high vibe, you know, it's a beacon. It's a beacon. That high vibe attracts those who are can see that can see yeah. the aura. You know, it's like oh, I see that aura. You know, yeah. they can kind of see like all yeah, right, definitely.
2: cool, definitely.
1: So we have uh five minutes before this thing hangs up. Are there are there other SoundCloud pages or anything that you want to direct people to?
2: Um you could go to uh on uh, if anybody has Instagram, you can go to at Kyle Smith Jams. Um that's Kyle's page. If you wanna follow me, you can go at Scotty Beats with a Z. B-E-A-T-Z-S-C-O-T-T-Y B-E-A-T Z eight oh five um at G uh Yeah, no, just yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you have a website, a, a Facebook, Instagram. or anything? Let's say someone wants to hire you to, for, for you know, for any of your various talents.
2: Yeah, just uh, message me on Instagram, which is uh, Beats 805 IG, baby! <laughs> um, if you don't have IG, um, Scott Brown on Facebook. If you just go to Kyle's page, it's Kyle Smith. Um, you'll find me there. Um You can also reach out to Kyle. Kyle does all kinds of cool acoustic things, and we do it with him. And uh, you can reach out to him to get a hold of me as well. Yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Inspirato
0: Projecto. Sky to Beats. Thank you. Take care. Gotty Beats, thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to interview you and for spilling the beans on synchronicities and manifestation of reality and the way that your creative process unfolds. Also, thank you so much, Maria Humphreys, for all of your kind words. Thank you for stopping by the uh, show and leaving an extraordinary message. I love the fact that you divided your podcast up into episodes into seasons by the way folks check out maria Humphreys at strong body strong soul podcast strong body strong soul podcast and you can hear the theme song that she just mentioned that i sang for her and uh also thank you so much richard wilson for stopping by uh, for closing us out here uh folks go listen to kyle smith band Go check out Strong Body, Strong Strong Soul. Go check out Under the Flowers by Richard Wilson. And go check out Yachtly Crew. We got got a uh, live stream actually happening the 23rd. That's Sunday. That's tomorrow. So we'll be doing a live stream. That'll be uh, most likely on, I don't know, Facebook, maybe YouTube. Yatli crew. Okay. Take care, folks. Stay inspired. This is Richard Wilson of Mad Shelley Films, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio.